0: Welcome to Ask the Preacher with Pastor Wayne Free. I was out of jail on bond, facing over 100 years in prison, reaching for a gun to blow my brains out when God stopped me with a vision. I know what it is to be down and out. I know what it is to be up, and up is better. I told the Lord I was gonna find out if the Bible was really true, and let me tell you, friend, that it is. The Bible is really true. Ask the Preacher, designed so that you can have your questions answered according to what the Bible says. Well, hello. This is Wayne Freed. And guess who I got with me? This is Veronica Bean. Hello there. And All the way from the other side of the world.
1: And we got no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in Wesley Chapel. <laughs> no, we've we were expecting that the Holy Spirit's gonna speak to your heart today while we're while we're sharing the word of God. Yeah. And give you some faith. Encourage you. Yeah.
0: Let me remind you, this is Wayne Freed. Jonathan is working at the church right now. We have a A special thing coming Mm -hmm. up tonight and tomorrow night at 6.30 each night. That's
1: right. Veronica, tell us about it. Tonight, Friday night, and tomorrow, Saturday night, we have the Christmas festival and live nativity on our property at Believer's Fellowship on Socrum Loop Road. And uh, it's a free event. So bring the family. Come on and just get in the Christmas spirit. And, And if you have people that don't know the Christmas story, bring them so they can see that Jesus came and... And hear the gospel. Uh, There's concessions. There's a photo booth, campfire s'mores, hayride, games, live animals, and lots of other things, too. It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: I remember when we first started doing that, and Dan's father, his mother and father, they had had animals and Mm -hmm. things, you know. And they had a llama or something. Yes. (laughs) And And, sheep, I think
1: there were sheep. Yeah,
0: did we ever get the llama? I know we we had some llamas there for a while. I think so. And uh, they were not quite tonight, a though. handful. They, they're the ones that spit in your face, or something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope they won't. Maybe they'll wear a mask. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but if I, you're afraid of spitting in somebody's face, you better wear a mask. Otherwise, <laughs> let us see those pearly I don't whites. No,
1: I think bring it on. I'm not afraid of any of that <laughs> stuff. Germs are, you know, you bring, you get germs, and then you overcome them and you get stronger. That's all.
0: Well, if you have a question, uh, we'll open up the microphones here to you uh you could call us at area code 863 682 1430 682 1430 and a uh, question or a comment and uh right now what i thought we would do is um it just share you know the i hear people talking so much about you're not saved by works well you're not but if that's all you ever say, that's the only one side of the story. Although we're not saved by works, the Bible teaches so much about good works all through the Bible. It yeah. talks about doing good works. It doesn't say do bad works and you can still probably get in heaven. No, it doesn't say those things. It emphasizes that you must be born again. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times people don't realize this, but... The Bible teaches—now now listen listen to me, because I'm telling you, I hear people all the time. I see it on TV. I hear it in funerals. I just—everywhere. People just talking about um, uh, everybody's a good person or something. No, they're not. And I, I believe it's 1 John 3, 9, and 10 where it divides it and says, this is how you can know the children of God and the children of the devil. And it comes back down to works, see? You know a tree by its feet. Fruit, Jesus now that's said. the
1: that's the kind of works you're talking about, is fruit that comes out of your born-again spirit.
0: Yeah, and yeah. even Proverbs 20 and verse 11 says, uh, even a child, uh, let me see, I wrote it down here somewhere. Um, even a child is known by his doings, whether his work be pure or whether it be right. People people look at somebody and they see him beating up somebody. You, you know, there was a guy hanging Christmas lights with his daughter the other day, and some people came by and beat him to death. Wow. Why? Uh, That's a good question. Why? Whoa. Uh, You know, it's just you could tell by their fruit Mm. that they're not Christians. (laughs) Right. You see? And so if you're a Christian, men ought to see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. We should do things that bless people. And uh, so I just thought I would hit, hit, hit the other side of that. You remember
1: the scripture in, I think it's in Galatians that says, if any man does not have the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Mm-hmm. He doesn't belong to Christ. If you don't have the spirit of Christ in you, then you aren't. You
0: don't That's have actually him, Romans yeah. 8. It may oh, say it in Galatians 2. Romans oh, okay. and Galatians. I took a course in Bible college in 1971, and it was uh, Romans and Galatians. Oh, okay. So Romans and Galatians go together so much. But I just read the eighth chapter today in my devotions. But uh, <laughs> so I'm aware of, you know? But it's like verse nine, somewhere like that, chapter eight and verse nine. If you don't have the Spirit of Christ, then you're not of His.
1: Um, I know that Malcolm Smith said that um, the Christian life is not difficult, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. You can't live it unless the Spirit of God comes and lives it inside you.
0: Yeah, if yeah. you actually preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh you'll find that it costs your life to be a Christian. Yes. It's, you have to be like a seed planted in the ground. He increases and we decrease. And you find that in Matthew um no, actually Okay.
1: John thre- John? John,
0: John 3 30. Uh, 30. Yes. And and John 12:24. Okay, Except the yeah. corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies it bides alone, but if it dies it brings forth much fruit. And Jesus said that on his way to the cross. Yeah. See and, and then over in John three six three fifteen again, if the Son of Man be lifted up, he will draw all men unto him. Mm. And the word "lifted up" had to do with going to the cross.
1: Yeah, if right. he died
0: for the sins of the world, then he could draw all men unto him. But but men were sinners, and it separated them from God. And and the reason we have to be born again, and this is where I started, has to do with we have the nature of the devil, and people don't understand that. They think everybody's good or everybody's, you know, no, no, everybody's not good. You know what? The Democrats tried that. They said, let's defund the police. Let's close the prisons. Let's, uh, people will just be good without. if you just get the cops out of here. And look what happened. No, they need to read the Bible. People are inherently evil, and they need to be born again and receive the life and nature of God so they can live in heaven, which requires the life and nature of God to exist. Yeah. You know, you couldn't exist in heaven without being born again any more than you could live under the ocean. You're not a fish. You don't have gills. It's not your nature. Or as uh, the Baptist preacher, oh, trying to think of his name, but uh, great, great, Charles Haddon Spurgeon. Uh-huh. He said, uh, you couldn't li- is this exist in heaven without the new nature of being born again any more than a fish could grow on a tree. That's the, what he used. And I wrote a track and put some of that information in there. Yeah. Because people think that you, if you're a good person, you make heaven, that that when you die, God's going to weigh the good works against the bad, and if they outweigh the bad, you make it. But the Bible doesn't teach anything like that. No. He, he says y- you must be converted and become as little children, or you'll in no case enter into the kingdom of God. You must be born again. Well, you're listening to Ask the Preacher. The number in the studio is area code 863-682-1430. And we'll be right back right after these words. You're listening to Ask the Preacher, a question and answer talk show with Pastor Wayne Freed of Believers Fellowship Word of Faith Church. Well, hello. This is Wayne Freed with oh, Veronica here. Bean. Veronica
1: Bean, here I am. <laughs> it's good to see all or listen to or you,
0: you speak know, to I, all of you today. I was looking through my book here and it seems that the last time I was on radio here was December 18th, 2020. One year ago, oh, tomorrow okay. would have made that, you know, so one year okay. ago. Were you in here with me then?
1: Probably. I imagine.
0: Yep. I imagine. And, and, um, and so too. we're
1: the fillers for the, the Christmas time, I guess.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, because people do take off, you know, and uh, take their families off and stuff. But right now, they're down at the church getting ready for the big night yes. tonight. Tell Christmas. us about it. There's
1: a Christmas festival. And live nativity at Believers Fellowship on Socrum Loop Road in North Lakeland. And it's a free event tonight and tomorrow night. So bring your family and just enjoy the season and get to hear the gospel and hear, you know, that Jesus came and, and enjoy some Christmassy things. So there's going to be concessions, a photo booth, campfire s'mores, hayride, uh, games, live animals. You lots know, I of think
0: everything's free. I'm not sure. Uh, we we everything tried probably uh, is. Free. We tried giving away everything one time, and uh, people come and got so many hamburgers, about bankrupted us. But <laughs> and so then we started charging just a little bit. You know, like fifty cents uh, or something. But I tell you, last time we did something for Easter, I thought they gave everything away. So I don't know, but I'll tell you this: we're there to bless you. Yeah, that's. And funny. when I say they, it's because my son is now pastoring the church. Uh, my wife and I after 40 years of, of being the pastors uh turned the church over to Jonathan and Maria and they're doing a fantastic job I yeah, mean we they <laughs> are while other churches are closing down Jonathan had it up there we go we're running two services on mm-hmm. Sunday morning nine o'clock and 11
1: well you know people go where there's life
0: yeah <laughs> yeah and there is life yeah they, we got several people We were talking about it last night and there was um we used to have like a particular person who would operate in the Word of Knowledge and gifts of healings and stuff, and he'd call people out and say, somebody here has this, somebody has that. Uh, and now we got a, about four people doing that, ah. you know. And so they were discussing it, and, and the, uh, the I think the other person said something like, wow, I used to feel like I, I was real, you know, had, uh, important. I, I was necessary. And now there's a bunch of them doing it. And uh, the elders, if I may say it that way, their synopsis of it was... This is a good thing. This is a good thing. We're growing. We're developing. People come here and want to be used in the gifts of the Spirit, and they can do it. The Spirit of God's moving. Yeah. And, and, you know, when God moves, um, let me let me say it this way. When God moves in prophecy, everybody who has the gift of prophecy could prophesy. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean everybody's supposed to, because in the 14th chapter of, of 1 Corinthians, around verse 32 or so it it talks about uh let the first hold their peace and something be revealed to somebody else and um and 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 let let the prophet speak one at a time and others judge so you're not supposed to all just start talking at one time and all this but the point i'm making is they they learn that way they say oh i had that i had that you see but just because you're in the uh, flow mm-hmm. of the Spirit doesn't mean you're the one that's supposed to give it. And this is how being in a church that operates in that—that's how you learn. Yeah. I, I've had people they 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 say, "Well, I'm I filled with the Holy Ghost. I spoke with tongues, but I still go to a church that doesn't believe in speaking with tongues." <laughs> and uh, and when I the more we talk, sometimes they'll say, "Oh, I believe my pastor's been filled with the Holy Spirit and speaks with tongues." I said, "Well, does he preach on it?" "Oh, no. If he preached on it, everybody leave." And I think, well, you're not going to grow very much if the man can't even preach on it, and if you can't operate in it. Yeah. So you're telling me you got an experience, but you got go share it with anybody, everybody else to help with them. Let them just do what they want to do. <laughs> that's an attitude that doesn't belong in the church. That's right. You know, we should we should say, hey, how can I help you? I'll tell you one way. Yeah. Come to a church that's moving in what you want to be used in. I know when I first got saved, I wanted so much to operate in the Word of Knowledge. Oh man, I saw a preacher call people out, and he would say uh, all kinds of things to them that they couldn't—he couldn't possibly know. And he said, "Now, have I ever talked to you before? Have you—have you ever seen me? You know. Well, how did I know that?" And they said, "Well, the Lord told you." I remember one time he said. Uh, Let me, you tell me what this means. Now, see, there's a a man that knows Mm -hmm. what he's doing. Instead of telling him what he thought, he says, I see the word Lutheran in gold letters over your head. Uh He said, what does that mean to you? They said, well, we go to the Lutheran church. Then there was a young boy just fresh out of Bible college, and he called somebody out, and he said, sir, I see that you're a singer. And the man said, nope, nope, couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. And the young man said, oh, well, I see that you play a musical instrument. He said, nope, don't play a musical instrument. And <laughs> you know, two or three things like that, and the guy looked like he'd missed it 100 miles. And finally, uh, uh, he said, well, tell me what this means. I saw a musical note over your head in the spirit. I saw it in my mind's eye. I saw this musical note over your head. Yeah. He said, oh, I own a music store. Well, see, why didn't he just start there?
1: Right. And that's how
0: you learn things. Because when you go to a church that practices these things, they talk about it Mm -hmm. and teach you how to not miss God. But if you go to a church, they don't even believe in it. And the pastor knows if he says something about speaking with other tongues is a doorway into spiritual gifts. Then uh, everybody's going to say, we'll believe in that. Well, if you don't believe in that, go down to the church of the unbelievers. (laughs) The unbelievers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, the Bible says that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. There's liberty. And so you want to be in a place where you're not rigidly under strict rules, but where you're free to follow what's in your spirit and your heart and let the Holy Spirit have freedom to move. That's a good thing. Well, you know, in
0: 1 Corinthians 14, I I, I don't remember the exact verse. I think it's around verse 32 or something where it said, the prophets hold the peace and something be revealed to the others. Okay. like you were talking about, don't be rigid and stuff, and and so people said, well, see, after the third utterance in in tongues or prophecy, uh, the fourth one's of the devil. I've heard <laughs> I've heard people say that when I was a Bible <laughs> college and stuff, because the Bible says, you, know, hey, you know what it's like? It's like a family sitting around a table, and the and everybody's excited and talking, and and the dad says, look, just let so and so finish saying what they're saying before you say something else yeah that's all that's all it is see in verse 26 of the 14th chapter first corinthians it says what is it brethren every one of you when you come together every one of you has a tongue has a revelation has a doctrine has yeah. this has that you know y'all let everything be done decently and in order it's not the legal hammer
1: right <laughs> you're the devil you yes. know <laughs>
0: oh no it's freedom yeah
1: and when you were the The spirit of the Lord is there's a flow. It just flows. And there's love. And there's, whenever there's love, there's good manners. And there's, um, like, what do you call it? Like when you're thinking about other people, thoughtfulness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you're not just wanting to be the
0: stage. You know, you said manners. And I know that sometimes when I'm talking with people I know, like my wife, Or Daniel John, I've known him for 35 years, you know, and he saved my life in the spirit and through the Mm -hmm. gifts of the spirit. We were talking about the gifts of the spirit. or There was a case where my life was definitely saved because of his revelation and him acting on it. But uh, I think about sometimes it's like iron sharpens iron, Mm -hmm. and it's like almost like two people sword fighting. I'm not talking about to kill each other. I'm talking about for fun, Mm -hmm. you know, to sharpen their skills. And... uh, when you've got somebody that you really know, and they can just get started on a scripture or something, and you know it, so you cut them off and give them another scripture. Yeah, and they cut them off and give them, and you're just like sword fighting, you know. you like, And you go through the whole Bible in a matter of minutes, you mm-hmm. know, because you know where you're going. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love yeah. it. It's just so much
1: fun. And that that iron sharpening iron, when you get amongst fellow believers, you just encourage each other, you know. You do, you feel like. The other person just so encouraged you, and they feel the same. Just being together, the Holy Spirit just brings up things, and, it, and it's just what each other needs, and you just stir each other up and build each other up, and that's the love of God. You know, part
0: of that is being one in the Spirit. And In yeah. and the, the, and the first four chapters of Acts, it talks about unity. They were all one accord. You know, that's not a Toyota. They were talking about uh, being in one accord in one state of mind, one spirit, you know. Yeah. I remember sitting uh, with a friend of mine. It was, it was in Florida. It was in December. We weren't in school. We were miserably lonely with nothing to do, boredom. And all of a sudden, after sitting there for several minutes in complete silence, we both at the same instant started saying, rolling, 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 rollin', roll high. <laughs> and we weren't Christians or anything, but there's something about the stillness, the Lord said, "Be still and know that I am God." When you get around people of like pressure, if they're singing a, a slow worship song, don't come out with a uh, what do you call that banjo thing that uh, uh, a tambourine.
1: Huh? Yeah, or, uh, tambourine.
0: Yeah, you know. And and I hear this all the time. People shout real loud. I want, want to put my earplugs in, you know. And hey, folks, if it draws attention to yourself instead of to God, maybe it's not God.
1: All right, all right.
0: Enough correction. We're going to take a little break. If you got a question or a comment, give us a call at area code 863-682-1430. We'll be right back with Ask the Preacher right after these. Welcome back to Ask the Preacher, a question and answer talk show with Pastor Wayne Freed of Believer's Fellowship Word of Faith Church.
1: And Welcome back to Ask the Preacher. And we're with Wayne Freed here, Pastor Wayne Freed, and I am Veronica Bean. And I want to remind you, at Believers Fellowship, tonight and tomorrow night is this free event you should go and enjoy. an hour from now. Yeah, it's it's starting at 6.30 to 8.30. (coughs) And at the Christmas Festival, Live Nativity on the north side at Believers Fellowship in North Socrum Loop Road. So we got a hayride and s'mores and the campfire and and the, the Christmas story, which is awesome. And... So it's free. Just bring your family, and it's an it's an outreach to our community to you know bless what, the community.
0: What's really amazing at these events, people that I never see in church, and I, that's not a criticism. Just just it's a statement. It's a what do you call it when you perceive something? Yeah. it's just an observation. Observation. Lots of people come, bring their children, bring their grandchildren, and they just enjoy being in a crib christian atmosphere mm-hmm. there's there, everything that's going on is about the lord and and yeah. i don't mean like somebody's cooking hamburgers i don't mean that like about the lord but they're christian people behind the scenes sure. and, and the people flipping the burgers got a smile on their face you yeah, know what i mean
1: sometimes when i'm shopping in the stores certain stores they don't they purposely keep jesus out of their music i mean the songs are just nothing that have to do with Jesus. And it's almost irritating. You know, it's like grieving to my
0: heart. I tell you what's been grieving me. Some of these people are just sad sacks. There's no smile. There's no laughter. You know, you walk in and you're you're just flowing, you know, and you're happy. And you say something to them with a big smile and they give you this look like, I'm yes. getting paid to be nice, was- but I want to snap your head off. You know, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's not that bad, but they're not, they don't pick up. You have to really saturate them before they'll yes. smile.
1: <laughs> we have a lot of freedom now here in Florida, oh. you know, from the corona thing. But last year when the corona thing was, you know, stronger and, and um, I never did want to wear a mask. I just refused to. I, I was like the only one in the store with no mask. But I remember I went to one store and the cashier behind there, he said to me, "Um, do I need to tell Santa Claus that you're not wearing your mask? And I said, well, why should I wear a mask? He said, aren't you afraid of a deadly virus? I said, no, not at all. He said, oh, well, good for you. You But yeah, you're right. We just have to bring some life and joy. You know, joy. the first thought that
0: came to my mind is, "You still believe in Santa Claus?"
1: I know. Right? <laughs> I think it was just his.
0: You know, I, I said, "I said on over the air." Uh, I don't know. I guess when it first came out, almost two years ago. But I, I said, "I'd rather be dead than live like that." Absolutely. You know, I wonder what's wrong with people. Paul said, "I'm torn. I'm torn. I don't know what to do. I want to go this way, but I don't want to go that way. I'm torn." He says, "I want to go to heaven." Yeah. But I know if I do, I won't be able to help you. I want to stay here because it's more beneficial for you. But man, my heart's in heaven. I want to. Do you know, folks? Listen to listen to me just a minute. Everything that I love about this life is spiritual. It's all about Jesus. If I'm happy, it's because I'm happy in Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's true. not because I got a new car, not because I got a new gun. Those it's are not, empty. You know, none of yeah. that stuff. It, those material things. They don't make you happy. They, they, you know, in the early days, I was deceived, and I used to get happy thinking this is gonna make me a happier person. But then, when the newness wore off, I was the same old me, same old empty happiness. Really, and I'm using that word. I, I, I never mind. Happiness comes from within, not from without. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's a spiritual peace. You know yes. that that joy, joy, um, joy is the expression of peace, and peace is the evidence of security. And when you're walking with the Lord, when I die, I'm going to go to heaven. And people are afraid with this COVID thing, and I'm thinking, I can't hardly breathe through a mask. Yeah. You, you know, Jarius, he was on here last week. Folks, y'all probably know Jarius. Jarius can blow out a lighter through a mask. He must have That's the one. first time I'd ever heard him. <laughs> uh, and, and I said, that is fen- phenomenal. He said, he'll he prove it. You know, you like take a lighter, cigarette lighter. I'm not talking about a match. I'm talking about a cigarette lighter, and he can blow it out through a mask. Now, you think that mask is going to stop you? They, the the illustration that the doctors are using on TV now is like trying to keep <laughs> mosquitoes out with a chain link fence. Yeah, the I mean. mask is a joke. You know, even the, the 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 virus. The virus is an is a weapon that that was uh, put together in a laboratory to, to do the very thing it's doing. And, you know, where people, another thing uh, people miss it at, they think about this as being an American thing. It's a worldwide thing. Oh, yeah. This is not just about America's more salt and light than anything else. Uh, when America gets out of the way, the rest of the world, will go to it, it'll putrefy quickly. Yeah. But, but really and truly, it's a one world government thing. And True. as long as, and I hear things that are making me encouraged, you know, people are saying Americans are tired of this COVID. We're tired of it. You know, and, and that goes back to what I said almost two years ago. I'd rather be dead than live this way. Exactly. If that's the kind of life that you're you're satisfied with, I always said this for so many years, I can't remember how far back it goes. I said, if you don't have anything worth living, uh, dying for, you don't have anything worth living for.
1: That's it right there. You know, the whole thing about this situation is fear. And f- fear, when you fear, you are controlled. Because if you don't have any fear, you can't be controlled. Do you remember in Hebrews two fourteen and 15 where Jesus um, <laughs> it says that through fear of death, the mm-hmm. people were For subject. For as much as the
0: children Thank were you. partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same. That through death, he might destroy him that had power of death, that is the, the devil, devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Through
1: fear of death, and sickness is a part of death. Through fear of that, they were all their lifetime subject to bondage, which means captivity. So when a person is fearing, they are actually putting themselves in a place where they can be captive. They can be captured. But if you can't if you refuse to fear, you have zero fear, then you cannot be captured.
0: That makes me think of first John four eighteen, the perfect love cast out fear. Yeah. And see, fear is selfish. If, if 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 I was picturing just today about somebody who risks themselves for their loved one, like mother and a child, they come against that demonic person with mm-hmm. vengeance. i yeah. mean they they don't they don't I'll tell you what it was. I was reading a book about Osama bin Laden okay. oh, really <laughs> yeah well it's it's uh trying to think of the guy's name now, but okay. Um, Uh, It's a prophetic book about the end times and stuff. And they were talking about uh, Muslims and their beliefs and different things and the countries and all that. And um, uh, when I remember seeing a a live movie, I don't know if it was live, but it was taken when they came in to where Osama bin Laden was. And there were women in the house and they were sitting on the stairwell sort of. And, and uh, I, I don't remember all the details, but it was like this. If they could have given their life to stop that Navy SEAL from coming in there and shooting Osama bin Laden, they would have. Mm. There's no fear.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So when you really love someone, because, see, they saw him as, uh, well, uh, like the Antichrist, only they wouldn't have called him that. Mm. I forget the term they used, but it was like, to, like we looking for the Messiah, and mm. they saw him okay. as that person. And uh, so anyway, they would have. They would have, knowing that they would have been killed, if they could have stuck a needle in someone, stuck a pin or a pencil or anything mm-hmm. that would have slowed down that that soldier <laughs> uh, to protect someone. There's no fear. Yeah. There's just no fear. Love. And 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 the only reason I brought that up is because that really happened this morning in my devotions. <laughs> I, I was reading the book, and. Yeah. Uh, Goodness, I, I I'm trying to think of the guy's name. He's really a uh, well-known person. Is that
1: Jonathan Kahn? No.
0: No. Okay. No, so, but it, you know, it, but kind of yeah, that, like you said, yeah. love.
1: When you have love, and you know that you you are loved also, and you have love inside you, you don't have fear. Fear, there is no fear. You know that scripture in Psalm 34. It says, um, "I sought the Lord, and He heard me, and delivered me from all my fears."
0: Barry Stone. But that's, that's right. He delivered you from all your fears. All. Fear that is is selfish. Perfect yeah. love casts out fear. And when you are fearless, you are free.
1: Yes, absolutely. That's
0: worth more than money. Think about that. It is. To be fearless, you know, that's one of the things that Bishop Clarice Fluitt impressed me. So I have spent about 10 years of my life following her, if you might say it that way. Remember when Elijah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Elijah... Followed him, you know. I said, man, she's got something I want. She He's can done. walk into she's a dynamic. room and take over. I mm-hmm. mean, she's just full of life and love and smiling. Well, I, I remember a little old lady. She was probably in her 80s. And her mother. Her mother. She was in her 80s and her mother. Was, so these were two old ladies. But one of them, they looked over at Bishop Clarice. And now uh just turned 80. You know, said so this is probably about 10 years ago. Uh, and we were in Fridays up on 98 North. Mm. And that little lady, she just dropped her mouth and, and, and had goo goo eyes and said to Bishop, Are you, um, who's the girl that dated Elvis?
1: I have no idea. Oh, come on.
0: <laughs> I don't oh, know. Somebody call, tell me who that woman was. But <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I forgot her okay, name. Anyway. But, but she was a, a, a movie star that date, dated Elvis and was really a fantastic thing. But when she saw her, and, and and then Bishop was just wide open to tell him about Jesus and yeah. Sharon. And when Bishop walked away from that table, that little lady said, I love you. Aww. You know, I mean, that's the kind of impression. I want to be able to to bring life to people, yeah. to walk into a room and dispel the evil. Yeah. Well, you're listening to Ask the Preacher. And the number of the studio is area code 863-682-1430. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Ask the Preacher, a question and answer talk show with Pastor Wayne Freed of Believers Fellowship, Word of Faith Church.
1: Welcome back to Ask the Preacher. This is Pastor Wayne Freed, and I'm Veronica Bean. And uh, we're really glad that you're here joining us today. And we believe that the Holy Spirit is ministering to your heart. And during the holidays, there's so much, um, I don't know, troubles and tension and depressions and things that get on people. And The Holy Spirit is here. If you just open your heart and say, Lord, please help me. I need peace. He will be right there and encourage you and lift you up.
0: You know, uh, the holidays are a time of suicide. It's true. And depression. Yeah. The devil tells people that everybody's having a great time but you. And a lot of those people, they're not having a great time. No. Uh if they're drunk, then it's short lived. You know? If they're and,
1: shopping, you know, then they have to pay the bills. And, yeah. You know, it's this yeah, they're trying to be happy.
0: Peace comes from within. Joy comes from within. Yeah. Happiness comes from within. And you know, my grandmother, she was always a happy person. And I and I've learned this from thinking through her life as I became a young Christian and began to grow and then go through my own personal work out your own salvation with the fear and trembling, you know. Mm-hmm. But she, she, And, and I, I, I thought about my grandmother's life. She was always doing for somebody else. Mm. She wasn't thinking about herself. She was all with that. She was free. Yes. She was free from herself. You know, there's a scripture in Proverbs 14, 14 that really ministered to me. And it says, a good man will be satisfied from himself. And uh, I don't know what the Hebrew really says in that. But, boy, I'll tell you what I got out of that. When, I, when my mind's on Jesus, when I'm all about God— I'm free. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm satisfied from myself. I used to when I was a kid. I used to all, all the time complain about Florida. It was Florida. This Florida. Why well, you can't can't drink until you're 21. You can't this or that and all that you know. And so I left home as soon as I got off probation. Oh. <laughs> I was always in trouble. And and I found out everywhere I went, I was there.
1: I took oh, yes. my problems
0: with me. I was the problem. It wasn't Florida. Yeah. By the way, folks, don't don't say anything about paying taxes. Now we got a good man in here. Yeah, we got a good governor. You remember so that happy.
1: that story that you used to tell, of the man that was the gatekeeper of this town, and when a new person would come to town, he would say, "Tell me, what are the people in this town like?" And he would say, "Well, what are the pe- what were the people like from where you came from?" And they say, oh, man, the people were awful. The people were just so mean, and I'm just so glad I have left there. And the man at the gate said, well, I'm sorry to say that they're just like that here. There's a lot of mean people here, too. And then another person would come, you know, to the gate, and, and they say, you know, I'm new. I'd like to know, you know, what is this new town like? And the gatekeeper would ask them, well, where, what were the people like where you came from? And he said they were the most wonderful people. I just hated to leave them. And he said to them, you know, well, I'm happy to say these people are exactly like that too. Yeah, you know, you're gonna That's look. A great yeah. Story. yeah, because it's all in your perspective and yeah. it's what your what your heart has.
0: Beauty's in the eye of the beholder.
1: You can be happy if you have a mind to. <laughs> yeah. Put it on, right? Can't roller
0: skate in a buffalo herd, uh- <laughs> but you can be happy if you've a mind too. All you gotta do is knuckle down, buckle down, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Roger Miller. Uh, I was going to tell you another. Two men looked out of prison bars. One saw the sand. The other saw the stars.
1: Yeah, and you know, even if you feel depressed, you feel like ungrateful, and you feel, 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 all these things, doesn't mean you have to act that way. I mean, when I feel the lousiest, I just say, Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, I'm so blessed. Thank you, Lord, for this. And it's like I just stir it up in me because I don't feel like
0: doing that. Yeah, yeah. But you
1: put on the, the happiness, That's it. the Sometimes joy. Sometimes you have
0: to just make yourself do the right thing. Yeah, and because we comes. are so like blessed. Like priming the pump.
1: We are so, so blessed.
0: You know, I was saying something about suicide. Did you know that since COVID, suicide has gone up like three times, 300%. And yeah. um, I, I, I want to tell you that People were not made to be alone. When they lock somebody in solitary confinement, psychiatrists have said that that is one of the most horrible. Yes. Uh, uh, what, what do you call it? Tormenting. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, they suffer. It, it's it's uh, torture. Torturous um, to put somebody in solitary. And uh, so a lot of people put themselves in solitary. Mm-hmm. We sh- we should we should get around people. Um, <laughs> Jerry is, was telling the church the other day they took some money. He took $100 bills. Now, he's not what you'd call a rich man no, in the natural. but but
1: he is heading that way.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got a vision of having a lot of money. He wants to bless people. Yeah. But, but they, they started going around handing people $100 bills. And, um, and I'm sure people thought he had a bunch of money or something. But it, really, he did it as an act of faith. But I used to give out 20s, mm-hmm. Christmas time. That's I'd a good pray idea, about it and I'd walk around and like like I remember being in Sam's, and i I would do that, and you'd be surprised at the effect it has on people, um but you could do that, you know, you could just stop being focused on yourself and depressed, yeah, get around people. I recommend going to church, but now you say, Well, I went to church, and uh <laughs> boy, I felt rejected. <laughs> well, maybe those people came to church cause they were rejected, and uh you're all there together. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're no longer rejected. You know you just you need to realize church is like a hospital. and a lot of the people come to church, they're fighting some big demons. They got a lot of problems, and they've come for help. and yeah. you come and you want them to help you and and uh, you both need help. So help one another.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: Kind of reminds me of the people sitting at the table and they trap spoons to their arms. They sat across the table from each other. And long t- It's a longer story, but just to be brief, they had to feed the other guy across the table. They couldn't uh-huh. bend their arms, so oh. they were tied down like that, and it made people deal with the other person. That's I'm just good. saying, you know, if you'd be kind to people, um, it, it. Jesus said, listen, Jesus said, he's quoted in Acts 20:35." he said, it's more blessed or more blessed, if you want to say it that way, to give than to receive. You're happier giving than getting. Yes. Now, think about that. Think about it. Next time you open your Christmas present, <laughs> maybe before you open it, just give it to someone. I don't know about that. But I'm sure. telling you that it is more blessed to give than receive. Yeah. Giving is greater than getting. You want to tell them real quick about yep. tonight? 45 okay. minutes. Ooh, 30 um, minutes.
1: Seconds. Christmas. <laughs> There's a Christmas festival and live nativity here. I mean, at Believer's Fellowship, North Silken Loop Road, um, it's a free event tonight and tomorrow night, 630 to 830. And we want you to just come and be blessed.
0: Christmas celebration. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.